Hey, everybody. This is a pre-programming note from Steve, your editor and founder and host, etc. This episode was originally recorded. We ran over two hours with myself and Amanda and special guest Zombie Kills. I made the executive decision while editing this that we were going to split this up into two episodes. So if it seems abrupt, that's because it kind of is. So hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy the show. Our guest is amazingly insightful and this is a whole lot of fun. So see you soon. Family Gaming Podcast. My name is Stephen Dutzman. I am your host, as always, and I am joined once again on Video Game Week by my very best friend in the whole world, Amanda Farah, the Princess of Power. How are you? I am like pandemic good. Pandemic good. Yeah. I'm, I'm like right in there with the pandemic good. Also joining us, very special guest. Joining us on the tail end of this leg of her media tour is world famous Twitch streamer <laughs> Zombie Kills. Zom, how are you? Uh, after that intro, I'm probably that's the best intro I think I've had on any podcast ever. So we could just stop recording now. I think we've peaked. We can be. Th- I'm doing good. I mean, I'm doing good. It's it's an early week, and uh, it's a. I'm doing well for being in a pandemic. Yeah, I think that's a good way to sum it up. We adopted that early on because, like, you know, it's kind of like grading on a curve because we got kids stuck at home. We're dealing with school stuff, teacher stuff. And, yeah, I know Lord knows I I live on Twitter, so I know you've been you've had trials and tribulations, but we're all dealing with that. But it's like it's like the standard, you know, so we just given the baseline. Given the baseline of hot garbage, we are doing pretty okay. And realistically, I I can't complain either. I live in Connecticut, um, just so you know, and the weather is beautiful. So I, the last couple of days, I've been able to go on nice walks with my wife. We've been walking like three miles a day. Aww. It's great. It gets her out of the house, which makes her less cranky. And happy wife, happy life, right? That's just it's kind of true. the way that it works. The biggest effect. Um, I am a big fan of Happy General. Yeah. Listen, when the general is happy, literally the whole operation gets better. So, Zom, you are here because you are a, as far as I am concerned, world famous Twitch streamer. So we're going to talk about content creation. We're going to talk about all that, you know, energy that you bring to what you do. Obviously, we're going to talk about some video games because why else would you be here? Love that. Video game show. Oh, of course you do. I know. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, we're going to talk about some video games. It's just in general. And so why don't we recognize our sponsors first? And the first one is literally Amanda Farrow, and that is the Virtual Economy Podcast. So if you hear us talk about video games but ever wonder to yourself, self, how do they pay for all that crap? Uh, You can listen to her and Mike talk for a very long time about every detail. Sometimes it's sometimes upwards of two hours on industry nonsense. We are going to have a heyday this weekend, a heyday 
with all of the Monopoly stuff happening. There's a lot of video game nonsense happening. You know that we're not going to be able to stop talking about squadrons at some point on our podcast. Even though it's about video game industry, we usually end up talking about video games at some point. Of course you do. So, how Steve tends dorks. to describe, yeah, because we're huge dorks. How Steve tends to describe it is that, like, a sentence here, Mike and I will unpack for like a good half episode on virtual economy. I love it. Yeah. So if you want, like, the we're the Cliff Notes, they're the actual Hamlet. So if that's what you <laughs> roll for, that it I is long-winded to, too. We're warning it's, you. It's war- but it's sometimes fine. Mike sings. So that's sometimes, good. Sometimes, in fact, Mike sings. The other sponsor for the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast is literally our Facebook community. So head on over to, I don't know, is it facebook.com slash groups slash Engaged Family Gaming? I don't know. Just search Engaged Family know, Gaming on Facebook. You'll happens. find it. It's basically 300 people like me and Amanda and also like Zom who are huge dorks just want to talk about games talk about some board games we share our content in there etc I do want to throw out a third sponsor and this is the uh, it's the Pokemon Snapshot podcast as done by so the one of our community managers Jeff Walker who co-hosts the EFG show with me on Thursdays. He started a Pokemon watch along podcast where every week they watch an episode of the original anime and they'd like deep dive into it. I love them. And they're on. like they like go in. Oh man, they go crazy. So if you like Pokemon stuff and I can say that because that's like the dad joke way of saying Pokemon. It makes my kids nuts. Um, If you like Pokemon, you definitely owe it to yourself to listen to at least one episode of the Pokemon Snapshot because it's, it's good really fun. cool. Yeah, it's good fun. And Jeff's a great guy. He's learning how to edit That's all bad. by himself in making that podcast. So I'm feeling his pain as I recently took over editing the Engaged Family Gaming podcast. So I'm he and I commiserate every week on how much editing audio is definitely not fun. Speaking as a producer, as the producer of Virtual Economy, <clears throat> same. Yeah, it sucks. But guess what? <laughs> it's nice to be able to create things, right? Content creator, yeah. Zombie Kills. Do love it. I do love to create the content. It's not yes. it's not normally the family content, but uh yeah. it's I don't know. <laughs> it it's is con- funny as heck though. It's just so, very real. And I'm very real about like my kids too in my content creation. Like my kids are a big part of it. My kids like they'll come in and out. I'm, I might have to stop to do mom duties, you know. Uh, and I'm just very like, you know, mom duties, you know, they're duties. Um, but you know, my kids, my kids, uh, they're, they're around. They exist. And unlike uh, some creators who pretend like their children don't exist while they're creating oh, content. Oh, mine come in. Yeah, mine will run in and tell me, you know, that they pooped and we'll celebrate it. And, <laughs> you know, like whatever happens, because that's kind of the beautiful chaos that is my life is also being a parent. Absolutely. Same with both of us. Although I will say, um, did you know that, um, uh, that Among Us is – Rated uh, Peggy Seven. I mean, I like my twelve-year-old's playing it. I mean, it's, that's oh, yeah. like, it's yeah, like a big old Flintstones bone. Uh, that come, I mean, like the dude, the shooting with the gun bit is a little extreme. 
Yeah. The neck snapping and everything else, though. I mean, you see that kind of stuff in wrestling and like all kinds of like little things. I don't know. I look at cartoons and stuff these days and there's so many little hints of adult things so that we don't fall asleep while we're watching them with our children. Like there's always these That's inside the jokes. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. Also, I uh, also don't, I'm on the very weird end of the spectrum that uh, I don't believe because of my skin color that I can shield my children from violence. So I am of the minority of people that feels like violence is kind of every day in our life and in our community and uh, shielding my kids from cartoon simulated violence is not nearly as difficult as trying to, you know, keep my kids away from the world. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Uh, It makes perfect sense. It's worth mentioning that. And with our content here, number one, teenagers are part of the family too. So we talk Mm. about the overwatches and the Fortnites, and we really don't shy away from the violence largely because number one, we want to talk about the content that kids want to consume. And sometimes we shy away from headshot central, right? Like I'm not going to be over here talking about grand theft auto, but I think there are points where it's acceptable. And also I, I, we talk about the games and then it, you know, I know for a fact that there are some, you know, moms and dads that listen that whenever I I say the word Fortnite or overwatch or whatever, they just take a nap for a few minutes and then they come back and they're like, Oh, he said FIFA. Okay. Let's talk about FIFA and Mario. And that's totally fine because for me, yeah, FIFA, listen, for me, I just want to talk about the games and parents can just choose what they want. And you made a, a very reasonable choice that is shaped by your reality as far as what you want to do and it makes perfect sense to me i can't argue with you even if i wanted to yeah i think i I just i do stay away from like you said headshot central like we're not playing call of duty because it's about fascism um but we're not playing we don't play a a lot of those types of games uh that, that that kind of stuff but but i do want my kids to play games that make them better with like motor skills, etc. So my son Finley has a, a gross fine motor delay. He has sensory processing disorder. He's on the spectrum. Finley uh, has a very hard time writing and a bunch of other stuff, but he's been playing Fortnite like all the time because he's five and he's discovered Fortnite all of a sudden and totally. now he's like, Fortnite is the bomb. I don't let him in comms with people. It's I would never. Um, yeah. I don't allow my children to get friend requests from other people, like all that stuff. Obviously, yeah, yeah. take that very seriously. My husband does deep machine learning and artificial intelligence programming. Uh, he works with national security. And then, you know, I'm like me. I've been through life and the Internet is full of trash people. <laughs> yeah. So um, I I definitely protect him from that. But Finley's handwriting and everything and his attention span has just focused uh it's it's focused so much and it's improved so much and he's learning how to do all these little things that i didn't think that he would be capable of like let's say six months ago so you know sometimes when our parents like they hear the buzzwords like Fortnite, because you know there's always something parents don't understand whenever it comes to gaming uh and and they just jump on whatever train they hear the news tell them to you know but whenever people say Fortnite, i'm like you know fortnite's the tamest of games your kid could be uh, playing, literally. It's correct. The, the people literally disappear and then get respawned back on an island. They don't bleed out. There's not like there's nothing terrible in Fortnite. So it, the only thing that's terrible in Fortnite is the access your child might have to your credit cards if you don't have your stuff set up right. And that's on Which you. That, to be fair, that <laughs> could be scary. That, can be that scary. is kind of a nightmare. That is kind of well, a nightmare. But if you're a parent, hey parents. 
don't enable parental controls. Yeah. Just enable parental controls. Don't have your credit card on file on your children's account. No, you're right. Saved you $20,000 in V-Bucks charges that you didn't have because that recently happened, I saw. (laughs) Yeah, that was gnarly. That was a gnarly news story. I just want to be real, though. Like I, I, when I hear about stuff like that, like in Fortnite, like in some of those games, like the gotcha games, which are notorious and I, it's front of mind because of Legends of Zelda Breath of the Waifu that I've been playing a lot. But like I haven't even started it yet because it's definitely a gotcha game. They're yeah. like, hey, do buy this stuff and do dice rolls to get anime chicks to fight bad guys. I mean, number one, of course, I will do so. Of course, but, I would do so. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, but, I. <laughs> Listen, there, I, fi- I got a, I got a lady with plate mail armor and like roses all over it, and she's super cute, and she uses a giant two handed hammer. Um, and it's amazing. She's, they she's just been like following me around. Like I don't what? know her. I don't know her name because I don't know any of their names. He's um, like, I don't even care about her name. I don't, I don't even care. care. About it. Uh, but she's super nice, and her idol animation is all sassy, which is great. But anyway, enough about that. So, That's like great. with those games, we'll like I can understand, it. drop twenty grand on gotcha stuff because you got to catch them all. But with V Buck, you want the, the Air Jordans or you want the Wolverine skin or whatever. I just don't know the appeal of buying Infinity stuff. But I guess I'm, I'm not. I'm just a kid. gonna tell you right yeah, now, but, I have spent an a. Is my husband listening? Hold on. <laughs> I have spent so many thousands on cosmetics in Fortnite. Okay. Okay. All right. Thousands. Uh, Fortnite's great. Fortnite's great. The cosmetics we, are amazing. Cosmetics no, they really are. are. We, it's so good. And there's really good diversity yeah. in the game. It really is. They, Better we, than another game I can think of. I can't. Not naming names. I don't know what to Can you tell me later? Do I know yes. and I'm just being stupid? Probably no. But the deal we made is we just buy them the battle pass. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's what we did. It's like, listen, guys, it's not like they, you know, it's not like they don't have other games going on. Games show up in the house every once in a while. So it's like, we'll get you the battle pass and then we'll talk otherwise. And we, you know, I bribe my children with V-Bucks. Listen, sure. When one needs the currency. So anyway, let's go around the horn because we're let's already kind of going around the horn anyway. Let's just do it officially. So we talked about Fortnite, which is which is good. We haven't talked about Fortnite in a while. I just want to go on the record as saying Fortnite is objectively good. And if you're one of the people that wants yeah. to say Fortnite is bad, I mean, you're wrong. You don't have to play it, though. It's cool. You're, our kids are playing it not because they're obsessed, not because you know they're playing it because it's a very well-constructed, very, very engaging video game. Also, yep. it's a digital playground. We've had this conversation, friends. I know. I know. I play it literally every single night. I'm actually – I have a date to play it when I'm done playing with you guys, like hanging out with y'all. Right, like, we won't, well, we won't, we won't hold you up too long. Too long. <laughs> We don't wanna, like, we get don't on that Fortnite. Get down on it. I'm trying to get this, the Punk Rock Storm skin. Oh, man. Ooh, that's a good one. Storm is oh, – man, all the, the the hardest part of that is how awesome – it. other than, like, just being in awe of how awesome it is, is explaining to my kids that that's the same character and it's just that was her in the 80s and that was her in the – it's just just live with it, guys. It's fine. Comics Listen, have been around for a while. Yeah, exactly. Listen, your parents are dorks. Get over it. Yeah, I mean, but I yeah. Anyway, so also explain to them exactly how powerful Storm is. They don't really get it, and I'm like, no, no guys, really. She's no super, one understands. She's like A tier, S tier. Anyway, 
Um, I don't want this, this, welcome to X Men cast. She's not Omega so, level though. She's not an Omega level mutant. She's not. She's not Omega level mutant. You are correct, but she's she's like extra. She bad. should be though. She should be an Omega level mutant. I don't know. I just felt like she was. She's not, but only because they nerd. Only because nerd stuff. She's still pretty badass. Also, she's Storm. So I mean, who cares? We'll, we'll put her in whatever tier we want. So let's talk first about Star Wars Squadron, which, by the way, I didn't realize it was Squadron Singular. I thought it was Squadrons. And for my whole life, I thought there was an S at the end until I bought it. (laughs) So um, my understanding is that you put some hours into this game over the weekend. Yes, I put hours into it actually since July. I playtested the game originally. So I've been playtesting the game secretly. I got access to the game in mid-July. And I did playtesting on basic levels and like some of the controls. And I got to give very detailed feedback about the game. It's the first time I've ever got to do that with a game. So it was like the the coolest experience. Yeah, it's the only time. But if anybody else wants me to, hello, I'm here. Hi. Um, You know, I don't know how many black women you have testing your games, but I could do it. Especially if it's EA, because EA is my fave. Um, But yeah, I got to play it. It was really fun. I got super motion sick playing it, playtesting it, because I did not realize that I get motion sick in games. But... Apparently you do. Apparently I do. After I got to play it now with the launch, I was sponsored, hashtag sponsored by EA to play the game, which was really cool. I realized about 30 minutes in, they had corrected so much of what was making me motion sick. Like so much of the game seems like it had been shifted for a better user experience. Um, so about 30 minutes in, I didn't feel that woozy feeling, but I just had to like get my my space legs, I guess, my space lady legs. And I and I love the game. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the characters were lovely and engaging and fun. Like I, I was into it. I definitely think it's better made for VR just because of the viewpoints, the focused viewpoints. Got it. Uh, it's it seemed like it was all made to be VR, like that first person thing. It just doesn't seem to me like a console experience unless I'm playing with like PlayStation VR or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that to me was a little off. I love the hair. It's a big thing for me in games that I look at immediately. I thought the same thing with me. Yeah, like the hair was dope. Only problem I had with like character creation was the skin plasticity. Like when they zoomed in up close, how plasticky! Like they almost looked like mortician oh, skin. Oh, it's, you it's that? like lacking texture. Yes. Oh, yeah. gotcha. and so I felt like it was too much. Like I could touch him and it would spring back. Like it was like Ooh. a simulation of a person's face, but not a person's face. Which I know Got it's a video it. game, so it is a simulation of a person's face. But I've just seen other games do maybe the texture is better. But what I will say is the space texturization. Holy cow. I felt like I was actually in space. Like That's so cool. It was so good. It's so good. It's so good. I, I really felt like, and I was so immersed, like I could barely watch chat because I was just like so into like killing dudes in space. And I felt so cool. I was like the baddest space lady that existed. So I, uh, I give this game a 9 out of 10 uh, just for wow. my experience so far. Like a 9 out of 10. Just really That's good rad. space space fun like you're in there and you're doing fighting and i love the multiplayer element but i do like the storyline the storyline's actually good enough to carry you for a while and i'm not a story-based person because i have adhd and three children so like i uh 
I don't got time. But I felt like I had time to do it, and I didn't feel rushed, and I felt like I could put the game down and pick it back up. One of those games that doesn't make you feel pressured. That's really good. You know what I'm saying? It just, Mm -hmm. it's easy, and I also don't feel pressured by the media, because, like, Ghost of Tsushima, everybody was posting screenshots every five seconds about how they were playing it, and, like, it was like you needed to, everybody felt like you needed to play the game, which I have not played the game. I haven't played it yet, either. But it felt like I'm waiting until PS5. Well, it just felt like everybody was racing to beat that game, right? And like Squadrons, I haven't felt that weird games industry pressure to beat it. I'm just vibing and like, you know, being in space and blowing up ships and the blowing up mechanisms in this game. When you're shooting the Tie Fighters and they're coming at you and they explode and like the bits, like the flames shoot over you and then there's like bits of the space junk like hitting your spaceship. It is so dope. And you're diverting power and diverting lasers and putting your shields to the front or to the back. It's so many things that you're like really in the experience. You don't have a chance to like not be immersed. It's very immersive. Oh, man, I'm so excited. I'm going to jump in for the first time tonight. I have got my Thrustmaster Hota set up over here. I've got my quest. My quest is ready to go. So I'm going to do it. I am excited. I'm excited. I haven't played a great Star Wars game like in space since X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. So it's been like 20-ish years. No, no one has. No one has. X-Wing versus TIE Fighter is like gold standard. Uh, Get ready. This is, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, my only caveat with this is that I was hysterically bad at this game. <laughs> okay, you will be. everybody is bad at it. Please oh, know okay, that you're well, in good company. Good. You're okay. in good company, friend. I don't think I've seen anybody playing it that was just nailing it. Like, I- I've seen everybody. Mike's Nobody's- struggling with it, too. I'm with sure space. I'm going to struggle with yeah. it. Yeah. Have you ever flown a spaceship before, sir? Okay. Uh, well, so in my dreams, I did. Zom. Uh, so Zom. Number one, hashtag Steve is bad at games is like a meme around here. So like, I am hysterically. <laughs> I mean, bad. it is true. It is true. I am bad at everything, but it's th- this was so. You never realize how bad you are at a video game until there's an eight year old sitting next to you going, "Dad, why'd you hit that? Dad, why'd you hit that?" With that said, um. It, there's not many games that there are some games where I'm terrible and I like bounce off of them, right? Where I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'll put, I just put it away. I forget. There was one relatively recently where I was just like, no, nah, I'm good. I did the thing. It's over. And even my Wait. wife was. It was a, it was I a forget. game that Evan got really into, wasn't it? Yeah. Shoot. It was like the hotness of the moment. It was a strategy what game. What did I give up on? Cross-code and indivisible. Oh, cross-code. It was cross-code. Yeah. Oh, and That's indivisible. what it was. Indivisible, every part of me wanted to love that game, but like I can't. It want, It was like, hey, can you do four things at once? And I was like, sir, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> so the – but. And that one, I was just like, I just yeeted my controller. And then I gave it to my kids, and my son just wrecked it. And CrossCode was another one where it was like, I, I love this of. game. CrossCode, I should love this game. It was made for me. And got so angry at the first boss that I was just like, never mind. And then I handed it to my son, and he beat it in a weekend and was like, Dad, I don't know what the big deal is. So um, that was the whole reason why I didn't end up getting it, because I'm like, look, if Steve's going to yeet his controller at the wall over this game, I'm probably not going to have a good time. I mean, it's I mean, it's not Game Pass, so you could always just download it for nothing. Game Pass it's basically true. buying games costs nothing. So 
but this game, like I was terrible and I crashed my spaceship, but because it's Star Wars, like there, I think part of it, and I'm not really a Star Wars guy. We've talked about my history with Star Wars. The quick version is I didn't watch any of the movies until 2015. And you look at me, and you're like, wow, you're like, I, I just didn't. And um, it's a big surprise. I, don't, I still don't know shook. how to process that. Like I I'm legitimately cannot process it. I, but just give the, me some time and I'll be, I'll get there. Time. But it's just, yeah. It's one of those things that just didn't happen. But once I saw it, I'm all in. Like, I will never not consume a piece of Star Wars content again. I buy the books, okay? Oh, um, like I'm we got a real one here. Two, we got a real one. We got a real one. Rule of two, that trilogy is exceptional. Everyone should read it. So it, there's something about crashing. Like I was crashing like a TIE fighter and an X-Wing and I was like, okay, this is cool. I got to save the, I can't crash these. These are important. So uh, I wanted to get better and I feel like I did towards the end. Also the controls or not the controls, the uh, like the accessibility controls on that, like the, and the easy mode. And like the fact that I was able to just dial it back and put it into baby ass baby mode just made life so much easier for me <laughs> because um, and that's that is how I will play that game. I don't think I'm going to dabble in the online. Right. But so you're not coming to play with me and Mike. Man. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. I think I would bring you guys down. But oh, we love you. The other advantage is it's only 40 bucks. And such a, a deal. Year, such a yeah. steal. Huge steal. In a year where, man, like how it's big $500 consoles. And we'll get into that later. Right. Like this is an experience year for gaming in general to be able to come out of it and say you know what i'm gonna spend forty dollars and get a really good video game that is not just some knockoff it's literal star wars stuff with canon star wars stories that even has a multiplayer mode in it that you can really kind of dive into and if you click with it then that just amplifies it even better i think it's amazing I, i can say with certainty that it is going to be on every single one of our gift guides that it fits on because it is and it's very likely find its way into the EFG Essentials. In oh, I'm January sure. When we redo it, we have a thing Zom, called the EFG Essentials, which are super lists of recommendations we have. I'll send you the links because I think you might dig them and we update them every three months. Yep. So and it's basically it's almost so time that for people an update. want recommendations. Well, I'm overdue for one, but it's basically so that people can if the people are asking for recommendations, I don't have to say the same 30 games over and over again. It just makes life easier for me. And it turns out people Google that stuff and it gets traffic. So, so that's Star Wars Squadron. It's from EA. It's on PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and I am presuming it will find its way onto the new consoles when it is probably so, for ten dollars yeah. more. <laughs> wow, salty. Fine, it still won't be seventy. Listen, that's all I got. I got nothing. Mm. Um, and next, sometime next year, it'll be on EA Play. So that's Star Wars Squadron. Very mm. exciting. Amanda, what have you been playing? I have can, been playing. Are you playing stuff you can tell us about? <laughs> yes and no. I have some stuff that's like VAs, but I can't talk about those things. But I can talk to you about Hades. Yeah, tell oh, me about Hades. My God. Is this a Steve Dutzman game? Well, no, you have to be a good gamer to play it, Steve. All right, well. No, I'm just kidding. I'm messing with you. Oh, rip in the chat. Rip in the chat. No, no, you can, no, no, you can play it on God mode. It's cool. So Hades is extremely. What's that? 
God mode does have me excited. Me and Steve Saylor. Yeah. We're all we're all in on God mode. Yeah, no, God mode is legit. Like if you just want the story in Hades and you're like, listen, give me that sweet, sweet, super giant story, put it in me. Play God mode. So Hades is a roguelike. And traditionally, Meta kind of hates roguelikes a little bit. Outside of like Star Renegades, which I'm obsessed with. Because who doesn't love chicks and mechs? Can't really argue I mean, with that. I yeah. don't know anyone that doesn't like chicks and mechs. There's got to be like, like law of large numbers states. There must be one. That's one it. That's all I got. That's it. Probably. Just one. I don't think there are any of them in this house. Maybe it's Danielle. You asked, Maybe Danielle you, asked, like... you asked who I had to answer the question. No, it's okay. I appreciate it. So... I started playing Hades last week for the first time on Ready Player Mom because I was like, all right, let's let's just check it out together. Let's see how bad I am at this game. It turns out I was horrible to begin with because it had been it's been a long time since I've sat down and played like an action game that requires me to like dart around and move and like, ah, I haven't played a turn based game in forever. So I was dying a lot. But on the bright side. <laughs> I got lots of story because every time that you die, you get more story. So it's like it was a reward for me sucking at the game to begin with. So I get better and better and better. And you're essentially trying to escape from your dad, from Hades, because you're playing as Zagreus, right? So you got your you got your cousins and, you know, your uncles, your aunts from up on on Olympus. And they're just like, you're cute. We like you. We want you to come visit us. You don't want to hang out with your dad. Your dad's kind of a jerk. You should come hang with us, though. But your dad is definitely a jerk, and he's trying to prevent you from leaving. You know, but then you, like, anyway, so there's a lot of really cool story moments. I don't want to spoil any of it because it's beautiful. It is stylish. The gameplay is so good. Like, even if you suck at the game, it feels so good to play it and there are a variety of different kinds of styles that you can play with like i play i like playing with the bow because standing back and going shooty shooty is 100 percent my jam but you can play with a sword with a spear you can play with the you know the shield the the gameplay is like bastion but on steroids hmm. which i love because i have played bastion through like five times i love that game a lot like an unhealthy amount. I even bought it on Vita. <laughs> on Vita. That's well, how you know. I mean, Vita means life. I loved my Vita, but that is a dead console. So anyway, I, crazy. I, I, I had never had one of those. I, really... I only bought it so that I could play Persona 4. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, you and everybody else. I will, I will say this. Hades uh, art and stuff looks really cool, and the lore behind it looks really cool, but I'm not a roguelike player. I'm not, uh, and, I, and I despise turn-based games. Like, it's not turn-based. It's not turn-based? Okay. Oh, no, it's an action but, game. But I hate roguelikes. I just can't get into it. But, like, and all the stuff that I'm seeing, I like from it. But, like, there's no way I'll play this game. It's it's really interesting because it's the kind of game where I didn't think I would be interested in it either because it just seemed like it was too punishing. And it's like, I don't have time to die over and over and over again just to get to story that I want. But it's strangely satisfying 
And having the option for God mode, and I mean, it is a fast-paced game. That game moves, and the it God does mode idea quit. does appeal to me. Does it? It does appeal to me. But I, I, I just am not interested in it. I look at it and I see cosplay options, which I love. We love There's cosplay. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, and uh, our visually, it's very cool. It's just I see the I see the hype behind it. There's a lot of hype on Hades, in mm-hmm. particular sections of Twitter. Is all I'm going to say there. I uh, see. <laughs> but you know it's just not one of those games that uh, i mean i don't know i just need i, I don't know it's like genshin impact i, I don't see what's the what do we do what's the appeal here see, i don't know either i haven't quite figured out genshin impact because i haven't played it yet i'll talk about it but we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna get there it. we're gonna talk well, about, about genshin about impact <laughs> we're, we're gonna get there so i played that and I also played some old favorites. I got back into some Final Fantasy 14 and I played some Spirit Fairer. I'm almost at the end of Spirit Fairer finally. I've been playing this game for months and I still love it. Oh, I still life. can't stop loving it. I cry all the time. Like all the time. And then she plays the game. And then it's I like play it. Whole, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. I want to do that. I it's on my list of games to play now that you're oh, also recommending it. Tissues. Just keep okay. tissues because you are going to sob. I okay. sobbed when I had to take my first soul to the Everdoor. Like oh. it oh. just, but it, it's like one of those things where it's such a, it's so beautiful. It's like this beautiful feeling that you feel like you're, you're like, I helped this, I helped this soul do what they needed to do. And that like, look at the thing I did. It's, it's gorgeous, but also I didn't want them to leave yet. I didn't want to say goodbye. And that was me. That's me every time. And I've done it like seven times. (laughs) And it's just like tears. So anyway, I went back to that. The next game that I'm going to be playing, um, after, I finished playing Hades and what was I going to play? Oh, I'm going to play Crusader Kings 3. That is a Amanda video game. It is an crunchy, Amanda nerdy, video game. Crunchy, nerdy strategy it is stuff. Nonsense. It is absolute Amanda nonsense. And I am excited. I have never played a Crusader Kings game before, but Paradox keeps pulling me in and they're like, hey girl, we heard you like strategy games. And I'm like, oh, how'd you find out? The Steam, I might the be on Steam your work, list. <laughs> the Steam Workshop stuff on that is is they have, they have a vampire tie-in, like a vampire the masquerade tie-in, and I'm just like right here, put it in right my there. veins. Let's go. Can they just put the World of Warcraft mod in so that I can have Torin hanging around with all them? Anyway, <laughs> I have World of Warcraft on the brain. So um Okay, I want to talk about Genshin Impact for a minute. Otherwise known, as, otherwise known as Legend of Zelda Breath of the Waifu. Here's what this game is. It is a third-person anime action adventure game where you build a team of four wily heroes. Why and is- yeah, they're waifu. Um, there are yes, there are both men and women that are that are playable characters. Basically, you create a team of four. That each of them has their own superpowers and they have their own fighting styles. They have their own elemental affinities. And the idea is you have to choose your team because you can either stack all of one element, at which point their elemental affinity grows and you gain more power. So, for example, if you stack more fire heroes, you do more damage. If you stack more wind heroes, your movement speed increases. But if you electrocute a guy and then set him on fire he explodes 
So maybe you want a lightning guy followed up by a fire guy. And so, and then there's earth. There's the, my, my, my girl with the plate mail and the giant hammer. She has a shield because she's earth type. And so that's, you know, so, so I roll in and roll up on enemies and drop down a shield and then hit him with a hammer. And there's like one healer in the whole game. And so one of the girls, her power is she drops like a little teddy bear on the ground and it eats a pepper and breathes fire. <laughs> like this is super cute she stuff. Like trap? she has a trap teddy. It's a trap thing. Oh, and you do it all the time. Like the cooldowns, like four seconds or something crazy like that. Well, it's face right now is real good. I wish um, this was video. A trap so, teddy. <laughs> a trap teddy. Okay. That's that's those are the words she said, but it means something different that I think you're thinking. <laughs> it's really cool. The heroes are all very different. Here's why you play this game. Sell me and on I it. I texted you. I texted you this, Amanda, I and I was like, "What if Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild was a magical girl anime?" Because <laughs> that's really what it is. Is just you're just making a team of heroes and you're leveling them up and going on a wily adventure. It it is a free to play game. So as a result, it comes with some of it, it's a gotcha game. So what you're going to be it doing is. is earning currency by lo- by either logging in and playing the game or buying it. And so far, I haven't been motivated to spend any money at all actually it gives you a pretty heaping amount of currency up front to make sure you get a bunch of heroes and level them up and i like that so so yeah that's inclusive yeah they they hit you in the face it took me a minute to realize that i had the currency that i had that was the problem but like watch a youtube guide and they'll tell you (laughs) like i just didn't know that i could conjure like 18 dudes like I just didn't know, but now I figured but it now out. Now you after do hours, and so you you assemble your team, you level them all up, and then you kind of redesign. And and I love building parties, and I you know there's an archer and there's you know all sorts of stuff. I build I like my that. parties. I like balancing superpowers, and that's really what you're doing. And it is. I'm here for munchkinning. It's really pretty. It's really stupid. <laughs> And I mean that in the absolute best way, right? That's, a, like that's stuff, in a Steve way. Yeah, it's stupid very stupid. is good in, in Steve, Steve-lish. Yeah, I mean, I really, Steve-lish. Yeah. I really love just dumb video games, right? And this is just what it is. It's all big. They have cool superpowers. But Steve, have you played Captain Subasa yet? No, only because uh, I'm broke. Oh, okay, that's, that's it. That's all I got. I should just buy it for you. Because I want to um, talk about it. I want you to tell me how well, dumb it is. <laughs> I want to play Captain Subasa is the anime soccer game. You probably saw it on a YouTube on a YouTube trailer. Oh I tried. You, I told I asked you if you knew who was doing PR for it because I, I was going to I, I, I don't know that anyone is doing PR for it. I think they're just letting it do its thing. <laughs> I, I, but I'll get I mean, I'll get it. I'm sure it'll be, you know, it'll be cheap soon. But, yeah, it'll be cheap soon enough. So maybe I'll get it on PS5. So that's other than. Genshin Impact and you know we'll talk more about FIFA next week because I did play some FIFA I just want to put some more hours in I have been preparing for the World of Warcraft expansion are you ready well I've I've got plenty of time because they delayed it so when did they delay it to they did not say sometime in 2020 but the pre-patch is next Tuesday So, so it's still this year that's what they said and I'm sure Activision won't let them push it past this year. But no, yeah, I would imagine to, not, because Blizzard had, at that point will have released literally nothing. 
they had to delay it because, and this is inside baseball, I go into all of this on EFG, LFG, PST this week, which is my World of Warcraft show. Zom, I do way too much of this. There were some very serious problems. Oh. And they, they were going to release more or less not a broken product, but an unfinished oh. one. And oh. broken product, you know, gamers are used to that kind of, right? Bethesda, thanks. But unfinished product. But not from Blizzard. Not from Blizzard, but we not also really – but the the last expansion, apparently – I just came back. But apparently Battle for Azeroth came out, and it was really unfinished and unpolished, and there were a lot of, like, missing pieces, and it took months oh. to get caught up. And so I think a lot of folks were very concerned, and a lot of Got YouTubers it. were very concerned. The general consensus is this was the perfect move. Just delay it. The pre-patch yeah. is coming up next week, so we're getting new content. So I'm fine. It'll be okay. Just level some new characters. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's video games. Hey, Steve. Do you know what we did? We, uh, I, I think, if I remember correctly, I think we just made it through episode 241 of the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. We did, like champions. <laughs> no, but they did. You know what's crazy? We haven't, we haven't gotten canceled yet. We haven't Not yet. Canceled yet. There's no podcast cops here. There's no podcast cops here. So, um, everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening. This was a voyage, but it was a voyage well-traveled. Zom, thank you for uh, coming here and adding us as one of the uh, legs on your whirlwind media tour. This is not quite podcast beyond, but uh, I, I like to think that we're, you know, we're, we're, we're fun. <laughs> oh, you guys are you guys are amazing and thank you for having me it's literally oh, been a back. joy it's been a joy hanging out with you guys on twitter and it's just solidified how awesome you guys are so thank you guys well uh at, thank you for joining us everybody else thank you for listening we will be back next week it will be board game week there's yes. stuff to talk about. I don't. I, I. I know Linda had a plan. She had a plan. Listen, I don't know. What I was. have Marvel United sitting right there. It is begging to be played. It, it's been <laughs> begging. Yep, yeah. girl. It's been sitting there since last week. Listen, stop talking to me about it. I haven't had time. I was Not doing it. mock reviews. I get it. Listen, but you were. You got sassy with me. I'm allowed to get sassy back. I can do it once a week. That's how it works. One whole I time. Get, I get one whole time a week where I, I get to you be about it. After we're done. I'm definitely going to hear from it. So everybody, we'll be back next week. It will be board games. Do me a favor, throw us a review, find us, do the thing, but also extra thing. You're on Twitch. Probably go find zombie kills. I would say it's pronounced like you think it is, but it's probably not. It's Z O M B A E K I L two L's, right? Mm-hmm. K I L L Z. I say that as I'm literally looking at the Skype where her name is underneath <laughs> her face. Um, cause I'm that fool. So everybody go to Twitch, drop her a follow, watch some of her content. It is wild. She, she, she does cuss a little bit. It's for the grown up. So a leave lot. The kids when I say a little bit, I mean, she cusses like I get excited, but it's fine. She plays a lot of cool I video games. I use cuss words as euphemisms and expressions of language and not in a hateful way, just so, just in case they were wondering. Oh, no, just, oh, no, listen. Language uh, neutrality. I, we're all on the same page here. I just am giving people the content warning. <laughs> yeah, they know content, that you are wonderful and lovely. Warning. Everything is fine. So, everybody, <laughs> we will be back next week. Can't wait. Until then, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you all soon. Bye.